0: Hey guys, welcome to your first mystery podcast. How are you doing today, David?
1: Uh, I'm doing pretty good, Caleb. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. I'm really excited for this new format that we've got going on.
1: Yeah, me too, dude. I can't wait to hear uh, what it's all about.
0: Yeah, so for anyone that doesn't know, basically we're doing this new podcast format where we're doing a cool mystery topic each week. And David and I are going to alternate weeks doing it. This week, the first week is my week, obviously, because... David never does the hard things in this podcast, of
1: course. True. So, yeah. Dude, I'm the uh, social media uh, guy, what can I say?
0: Yeah, and I picked an amazing topic for us today that kind of has been blowing my mind recently, and it is savant syndrome. Have you ever heard of savant syndrome, David?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember you were um, telling me about this uh, last week, I think.
0: Yeah, because this is what sparked my interest in this topic is I saw that amazing video, but we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, so... We're just going to be chilling and have a conversation about this. David does not know much about Savant Syndrome, so I have done a deep dive into the history of Savant Syndrome, and we're going to learn together what it's like to be an idiot Savant.
1: Can't wait, dude. Amazing. Sometimes I think, honestly, yeah. I'm a Savant.
0: I think you are too sometimes, man, and I don't really know <laughs> how to explain it, but there's just something about you. And I feel like, given your deficits, like it just seems the most likely anyway so we'll we'll see why that might be true so for anyone who doesn't know savant syndrome is a rare condition where a person has an incredible memory coupled with an obsession with a certain subject so like basically someone will be mentally retarded and they can't talk but they'll be like so fucking genius at like the date, the the calendar, for example. So, like, if you ask them <clears throat> what day of the week was January third, nineteen fifty four, they'll instantly know because they have like a categorical memory of <clears throat> the entire history of the world. Or, like, you ask them <clears throat> how to get to a certain place, uh, and they'll tell you the exact directions on the map, down to the street in any city in the U.S. No matter what, because they've memorized every street in the U.S. Like, it's incredible what these people can. And those like. What? it's it's insane like i know you've probably heard of this right
1: yeah and um, that's crazy um i thought like people who were savants were mostly autistic is that not true
0: yeah actually that is true almost all of them are
1: is autism like like is a, as, as a i know it's like a spectrum but like you can be down, like you can have down syndrome and also have autism right
0: yes you can down syndrome is a is a different disease than autism but they often like dis- uh they manifest in the same ways like learning delays often down mm. syndrome has a more uh, obvious like physical uh deficit like s- such as like a cleft lip is pretty common in kids with down syndrome as well as just like having a, a like far apart eyes and like a large nose and like there's certain like facial features that down syndrome children have as well <clears throat> which kind of differentiates it from autism a little bit
1: mm.
0: And also Down syndrome is present at birth, whereas autism can actually manifest later on in their life. But, uh, but it should, it's, it's interesting that you say that because it is highly connected with autism. Um, and like those those places, those little spots where they're really smart, uh, researchers call those islands of genius, uh, a.k.a. the areas in which the person has incredible knowledge and skill. Um, the, phone, the most famous portrayal of a savant is obviously Rain Man. Have you ever heard of Rain Man pilot?
1: No. Wait, is that the guy who did the chocolate rain or no?
0: No, 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 no. Rain Man is a famous savant from a movie where basically he plays this guy who's like a genius who knows everything and like is able to memorize books no matter what. But the crazy thing is it's actually based on a true story. In the movie, his name's Raymond Babbitt, but in real life, This guy is actually like a 60-year-old guy. He's memorized over 6,000 books. He has an encyclopedic knowledge of geography, music, literature, history, sports, and like 10 fucking other things. He can name all of the U.S. area codes and major city zip codes. He's memorized the maps in front of the telephone book and can tell you precisely how to get from one U.S. city to another. He also has calendar calculating abilities and more recently, he has like a fucking musical talent that he just suddenly is a genius in music as well. But the craziest fucking thing about him is the fact that he can literally take a book and with his left eye on one page and his right eye on the other page, he can literally read both pages at the same time. It is the most... I've seen a video of it. It is the most insane thing I've ever seen. And in this case, he had an MRI on his brain and it showed that his corpus callosum was missing and his central nervous system was very damaged. The corpus callosum is the part of your brain that connects the two hemispheres. So... Uh... Yeah, so... So, and it's interesting because in a lot of cases, savants have that problem. Their corpus callosum is missing or it's damaged or something along those lines. And their central nervous system is always damaged, no matter what. In a, in a savant, their central nervous system has to be damaged. That's a requirement for the, for the disease i mean it's just i don't know how it works but it makes me think though that you know if the corpus callosum being gone is what allows them to have this crazy ability what if we could just do that to ourselves
1: right and like make ourselves savants uh, like anything like a savant like counter strike player
0: yeah because like like i was reading this article and basically they're saying that yeah it's possible to train savants as well so like you can have a, a learned savant where they basically, they get taught a skill and they're extremely good at it or like they learn it by themselves or whatever the fact, but like they can learn really complex things. A lot of savants are like obsessed with things that are totally benign, like, uh, like train schedules or like fucking like maps or some other bullshit like that, you know, something that doesn't really matter. But yeah. then there's some savants that are like obsessed with medicine or something like, have you ever seen the good doctor?
1: Uh, no, I haven't, but I've heard about.
0: Yeah, that's an example. It's a, obviously fiction, but it's an example of like a learned savant, where he's learned medicine and he has savant-like knowledge of medicine. Um, but his autism kind of impedes his like su- uh, social abilities. You know what I mean?
1: Well, they let uh, someone who has autism become a doctor, like in real life.
0: It depends on the level and the spectrum they are. Like if they're totally, um, you know, debilitated by their autism, chances are they probably wouldn't be cognitively able to become a doctor in the first place but even if they somehow did their ability to be a doctor would be pretty limited i think because patient relationship is part of being a doctor you know
1: so oh that's interesting
0: among savants the most common arrangement of skills is basically like this most likely they're blind most likely they're mentally handicapped and then the third, the most common skill that they have is musical genius when they're blind and mentally handicapped. And that got me thinking. Like, it's kind of weird that most people with Savant Syndrome who are blind also become musical geniuses. But then I thought about it some more. And actually, I don't think it is that weird because, like, if you are a Savant and you have amazing memory and, like, amazing brain power but you don't you can't see anything then the most obvious most intuitive thing that you would like start to hone in on would be the things that you hear right because it's not like you can hone in on things that you smell or things that you touch so things that you hear because music is just math but like in audio form you know what i mean so like if your brain is like able to make those connections like that it makes sense that music would be the next thing you go to
1: do you think a swan can like pick up any instrument and just like fucking jam out, or yeah, they, they can.
0: Uh, most the most common instrument that they play is piano, and um, but I mean it's just it, it's crazy because it's it's not the fact that they're able to play the instrument super well; it's just the fact that they're a- they always have perfect pitch. They're able to identify musical notes with perfect pitch no matter what they're able to like understand musical theory but not through like an artistic way just through like a mathematical way they just have some understanding of it that is on a different level it's so insane to look at there's plenty of uh, videos on the internet that you can look up of musical savants and oftentimes they're like so mentally retarded that they literally can't have a conversation with you but they're just so beautifully prolific on an instrument it's insane to see that juxtaposition you know what i mean
1: yeah, I wonder if, um, the, like, the left, the split brain has to do anything with, you know, because they, people are like, you know, left brain is, like, you know, very logical and, like, that's where you do, like, all your fucking, like, math and shit. And, like, right brain is, like, you're very, like, creative and, like, artsy and, like, you know, it's, like, how you, um, like, use your right brain when, like, when you're drawing and shit like that.
0: Right, yeah, actually, that's a really, really good point because in this study, they would basically, uh, take a patient and they would sit them down and basically what they would do is they put a screen on their like in front of their nose so one eye is looking at one part of the screen one eye is looking at the other part and basically what they would do this is in a patient who has the missing corpus callosum so his brain he his left brain can't communicate with his right brain so basically his his head has two separate brains in it and they can't talk to each other like a normal brain does so what they'll do is they'll flash like the word lemon in front of his right eye and like he'll see it and then it'll go away and then he'll say like the the researchers will ask him like what word did we show you and he won't know because his right eye saw it and his left brain like is not the part of the brain that interprets the words so therefore he wasn't able to understand it but then the most fucking mind-blowing craziest part is if you put him on a table in front of a piece of paper and a pen, he can draw a picture of what the word said, even though he never saw it or he never read it. Because in reality, his right brain did see it. It just wasn't able to process it into words. It wasn't able to process it into an abstract idea but it was able to translate it into physical drawing because that's the part of the brain that does that. So it's crazy. It's like there's two people living in the same head and they can't talk to each other. It's It's one of the most insane things I've ever seen, Pilot. And that's yeah, what uh, that's what allows them to read like both pages of a book at once is because of that. It's because on one hand, they look at one with their right eye, and one with their left eye, and since their brain isn't communicating with itself, it's able to process them individually. It's so crazy to think about.
1: Like, which, like the... That's so, so crazy. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like, reading a book, like, the same, like, because it wouldn't make sense, like, at all. Because you're trying to read both fucking, like, like you know, sentences. Right. It's not chronological. It's just like.
0: not possible. Like, it's not humanly possible. It's just, it's not how our brains work. And, like, it makes me think, like, what if you could do that to yourself? Do you think you would?
1: I could make myself a savant
0: yeah but you'd have to take all the negative aspects of it as well yeah
1: and like by like splitting my brain and like being blind and shit um... well no
0: let's say you're not blind not all savants are blind it's just like it's common that they are savant
1: and i have like the split brain shit i I don't think i could
0: really i don't know i could see myself doing like i wouldn't do it just now like just cut my corpus callosum i wouldn't do that obviously
1: because, uh, like, you know, I've been saying this for a while, but I haven't said on the podcast yet. But, like, when I get tired, I close my right eye and my left eye is open, like, a lot of the time. That's weird. And, like, yeah, so my vision in my left eye is worse than my right eye. Huh. But, like, if I had that, like, I literally just, like, wouldn't be able to function when I'm <laughs>
0: tired. That's kind of crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I definitely wouldn't do it now, but like in the future, if they had some kind of weird thing where they could do it but not give you all the negative, like, aspects. Of I mean, that, yeah, it for would, sure. I'd,
1: of course, yeah. I would want to become a professional, like, uh, an instrument without having to, like, learn anything.
0: It makes me really think about what they thought about savants before modern medicine because it must have been crazy to, like, see some people who were literally, like, retarded, or at that time they would call them, like, an idiot or a moron or whatever. Um, but then, like, somehow they were geniuses at something. Like, I'm sure at that time it was, like, Playing the loop. I'm
1: sure back in the day, they'd like, like, they'd make sure, like, you know, they wouldn't be able to do amazing stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like it would have been really easy to get burned at the stake if you happened to be a yeah. slime in another fucking era.
1: <laughs> or have Down syndrome. Right, or,
0: yeah. I mean, they probably wouldn't have just killed them. Like, they would have just killed yeah. the babies. Like, if they had something like Down syndrome, because you can just obviously see it. Um. Yeah, that's crazy. Most of the
1: time, too. they're not ster- sterile either, so. Right, yeah. So, like okay. they have kids.
0: Yeah. True, true, true yeah that made me think about the first like that made me research the first account of savant syndrome because i was wondering when the when they actually discovered it it actually appeared in a german psychology journal in 1783 so it was pretty it was a long time ago but not that long ago and um uh jebediah buxton was the guy who they were describing he was basically like a mathematician a mathematics genius with a perfect memory who was able to just like solve equations instantly with no help and no formal training and um like at the time they had no idea what it was and but but we now know they were describing a savant famously he was able like the researcher named fuller asked him how many seconds a man who was 70 years old 17 days and 12 hours old was and he answered i this number i don't know how to say this number but it's 2210500800 and it only took him like a minute to come up with that <laughs>
1: Cause yeah. like you know, yeah. a lot of math is like equations and formulas. Yeah. So like, I don't know how they like process that in their brain so quickly. Yeah. And like, yeah. just gives you an answer. It reminds me of uh, the cube. You know, you've seen that movie, right? Where yeah, like, yeah, Like yeah. the, the guys, like a savant, he can like do the equations like instantly. He's like, oh yeah, that's the right answer. It's safe. It's like, yeah, like holy shit, dude. Like.
0: Yeah. Like how he's just totally functionally retarded, but he's somehow a genius in math. It makes me think about people like Albert Einstein, you know what I mean like famously, like when they did a uh, an autopsy on Einstein's brain, right like it, it was different than normal brains. So like it makes yeah. me think of it, it makes me wonder if like a lot of crazy inventions and like people who made great uh, you know strides in science, I wonder if maybe they had some kind of brain thing that made them able to make these connections. And like whenever you're able to learn it in school, it's not so bad, but whenever whenever you're actually discovering something. It's like I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to make that kind of connection, especially in the case of Einstein. Like that that was just so monumental that it makes me think yeah, his brain was probably different than ours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I kind of don't understand it too cuz like like how do you like not have to have like any prior learning and like come up with these numbers? It like is math just like a universal like constant like is this math is like math an actual like universal thing? Yeah, well, it's not that or they have no
0: training. It's just that they train themselves through like unconventional ways. Like for example, the people who learn art, like like artistic savants, will, like rather than learn art by going to art school, they learn art through unconventional means. Like I don't know, they do their own art, but it's like, it's like impressionist art that is very like mechanical it's not like they're not doing it in an artistic way i don't know how to explain it but it's like they teach themselves because of their ability to make these connections instantly unlike everyone else so they don't really need formal training but then the thing is like some savants can be formally trained like some people are able to be savants and if they're like on the higher functioning end of the autistic spectrum they're able to still function in society and also retain their abilities as a savant and like that's that's how rain man is like he's largely able to function in society like yeah he's autistic and functionally uh, he's not as good as everyone else socially but he's still able to function in society and be a fucking savant so he has a He's, he got a lucky draw there.
1: Yeah. I know, like, um, people who have autism, like, they can perform in social situations. Is it something they can, like, learn and, yes, like... Yes, it is. ...improve? It is. Yeah. Or is it always just done?
0: No, a lot of people don't know that. But, yes, it is something that they can learn. Because the real thing about autism is not the fact... It's not that they don't feel emotions. It's that they, uh, they, a lot of times, lack the ability to read other people's emotions. So they can sometimes seem, like, rude or... They don't understand social cues. It's because they don't but you can teach that to them And even though they don't make those connections automatically in their brain once they learn them they can learn to recognize them So yeah autistic people if they're high-functioning absolutely they can learn social cues and they can function totally normally in society And a yeah, lot I've of noticed that
1: in my friend. Um, I have a friend uh, who has autism his name was brent Like and I remember when I first started like playing with him and like talking to him It was obvious. It was like obvious that he had autism but like he went to like this um school I guess where where like autistic people went to like you know train on social stuff and stuff like that and like he came out like a hundred percent better than like he came out than before he was uh, went to that school in uh, Georgia it's kind of crazy actually I was like bro bro like you're way more like you know proper like you actually know how to talk and shit like that yeah
0: yeah because they have very specific ways that they've learned throughout the years to to teach people with developmental delays how to function in society it's really amazing that's what my mom did while i was growing up she works with people like that teaches them those skills um and yeah i mean it's it's really amazing what they're able to do even to people that have like 25 iq you know what i mean (laughs) like they're literally able to make them be able to live by themselves a lot of times like when, when possible because of this amazing training that they do so that's it's really great savant sin- syndrome is uh way more common than i originally expected as well by the way it's really? rare but one in ten autistic people show some level of savant skills not necessarily like a genius but like they're oftentimes obsessed with something and they tend to like obsessively do that thing and like yeah that is partially part of the savant like skills so yeah, the, not necessarily to the level of Rain Man. But yeah, it's very common. 1 in 10, or 10%. It's not very common, but 1 in 10 is much more common than I fucking expected.
1: Dude, our friend Justin might be like a coding savant.
0: Dude, you're right. He's a, he is a savant, and that's why his social skills are so... <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. I love uh, It's bullying. I'm Justin, just if you're listening, we love you, man. Yeah,
0: we love you. Uh, anyway, so whatever the exact number is mental retardation and other forms of developmental disabilities are more common than autistic disorder. So a reasonable estimate might be that about 50% of people with savant syndrome have autism and 50% have some other kind of like central nervous system damage or injury or whatever. So not all autistic people are savants, but not also not all savants are autistic. They can have some other central nervous system damage as well and also interestingly men are much much more likely to become savants and i was kind of shocked by this but the reason is they think is that basically whenever the fetus is developing tes- whenever the testosterone in the male fetus is like coursing through the fucking veins um it has something to do with like how your one side of your brain develops and because it- testosterone is v- more highly concentrated in males they think that that affects the uh, uh, prevalence of autism in general, let alone savant syndrome, in men. And that's why women don't are much more likely to get it. That's what they think. This is still pretty new, though, so um, I'm not sure if this is, like, settled science. I don't really know enough about, like, fucking autism and the history of it to know how convincing this is. So I'm just going to say I think it's convincing. It's interesting. It's an interesting connection that I... It seems to explain it. But like I said, I'm not a doctor, so I have no idea. Uh,
1: a question I would, I would like to ask the savant was is like if they're like uh you know a person who has like who's like high on the autism spectrum and like has like a lot of disabilities, but like let's say they're really good at the violin, like they're so good at the violin they've made a career for themselves playing the violin. Right. Is would they give that up to live a normal life?
0: That is a really or good, good know, question.
1: I have no know. idea. And in, in that, you know, there might be a chance where they can't play the violin anymore because you know they're not savant anymore
0: that's actually really interesting that you mentioned that because there is this uh one woman called uh, i think her name was daria or something Danya or something anyway this uh woman d she was a savant when she was a child but then she went to a school she was an artistic savant who was amazing at art and she went to a school like we were talking about earlier that's supposed to train her to do better in the regular world and she lost her savant abilities and she was never able to gain them back and she often she she was uh, like recorded saying like she regretted it because she gave up that huge part of her life but she she was happy that she was able to live a more normal life but she like spent her the rest of her life trying to regain that skill that she lost which is really like Uh, kind of sad sad, but also interesting that they were able to cure like quote-unquote cure her like just through cognitive basically cognitive therapy which is effectively what education is in a way that's really weird to me but that's common actually that's not the only person that that's happened to oftentimes they lose their not often but sometimes they lose their savant abilities
1: i wonder if it's like uh, just the way their brain like thinks and like, like so they have a special like thinking strategy that is just like lost in like the way we usually you know like carry out like you know mathematics and like right. how we think out like they don't think you know one two three they think like four twenty two, you, know, right. you know some right?
0: way we can't comprehend
1: yeah and like that's how they have their like savant skills yeah maybe like,
0: and then maybe by teaching them our system They lose the original, like more efficient system because they've gained our system
1: instead. That's an interesting thought. That would be crazy, right? Yeah, that would be. I don't know how I would feel. I think I think I would be sad that like I lost this special skill I had, but I would also be happy that I can like function around people normally.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's better to be honest. It would be a hard choice for me, but I digress. um some 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 people have like crazy language skills too and like unusual ability to smell unusual ability to see or feel things as well and also see yeah see yeah, colors exactly synthasia that's what that is i mean, is. And, I
1: like, mean um, smell colors yeah smell
0: like, colors or like see sounds or, or something
1: like that yeah like see the color of notes and like music notes and stuff like that exactly that's yeah crazy. i wish i had synthasia
0: yeah that is a really insane ability I I can't even imagine what it's like really. Like some people taste music. What the fuck is that like, dude? I think about that a lot actually. Or like they
1: taste colors like yeah, red is like a it's very sour. It's like holy yeah, it's shit. Like, what what the does fuck? that
0: even mean? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would be so, like, apparently, um, I was, like, watching a video of someone who has synthesia for, uh, like, and they, like, played the violin, and it's, like, how they, like, they learned to use, like, seeing notes and stuff like that to play the violin, so, like, they're, like, alright, so if I do red, blue, green, you know, it's gonna play this, so, right. like, they use it to their advantage, which is, like, super cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you think about, maybe, like, the fact that because some savants lose their abilities when they're schooled, like, when they go to traditional schooling... What do you think about maybe saying, well, if we know someone's a savant, maybe we don't do the traditional schooling. Maybe we allow their talents to, like, you know, flourish, maybe. Well, do you think that's right, or do you think it's better to school them in the traditional way?
1: Honestly, I don't know. It would probably be up to, like, their caretaker. Because, like, I don't know, like, if you can ask a savant, hey, do you want to, you know, like, act normally? I don't know if they would understand that.
0: yeah. Exactly. So
1: it's like a tough question. I would want the like the savant to like you know be able to decide that for themselves though if the if possible.
0: Yeah, definitely if possible. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. I think I lean more towards the side of like just let them go. Like not necessarily like like if if you should do what you can to make their life happy and high quality, but like I almost feel like that ability is in a way almost what defines them and um, and I, I think that they're not ashamed of that Like I wouldn't be ashamed of it I'm not ashamed of my abilities that I have In my person now They're not nearly as impressive as the ones that these people have So like I think that we take pride in our abilities And I would I would be very disappointed If like I suddenly couldn't do The thing that I love the most You know what I mean And yeah. Or if I suddenly lost a lot of skill in it Just through no fault of my own I don't know that's something that I think is really Kind of weird And I think that Mm. our society is not uh, accepting of these people at all because they see them as kind of creepy and kind of like they're they're weird, of course, because they're autistic, but they're also weird because they're obsessed with like whatever it is that they're savants of. And I think society really looks down on them because of that as well. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I just I think people don't like uh, people who have autism because they don't understand social cues and that's like super important obviously in society. Like you gotta understand like like this isn't okay, this is okay to do. Right. You know, like they may be like super good at the violin, but like you can't just jerk off in public.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're it's fucked up, but you're not wrong. I mean it it is sad though because they're like so close to having a normal life with an amazing ability. It's just yeah. like it seems like they can't have both because I don't know, I guess God hates us.
1: <laughs> or it's how their brain works, and it's, like, wired. Yeah. Super interesting.
0: I have an amazing, sad, heartbreaking story to cap off this podcast about a savant from our lovely country of the U.S. of A, David. All right, let me get
1: out man. my tissues, then. Please. Yes,
0: get your tissues out and prepare your all your cavities, because this is really sad. This guy's name is... Darius McCollum he is a savant since he was a kid he was basically obsessed with trains when he was an infant his mother would often take him on the subway to calm him much like other parents take their infants for car rides to rock them to sleep and by the age of five Darius had already memorized the entire New York City subway system
1: holy shit
0: yeah exactly his knowledge of every single stop and route and every train was like totally flawless he was fascinated by all aspects of the system he was totally infatuated and it was literally like the only thing that would calm him down whenever he was uh uh whenever he was a kid and like of course kids with autism are oftentimes like really really hard to deal with because they But you said at five years old? Yeah, when he was five years old he had all of that memory. Holy
1: shit, dude. I left New York at five years old and I like I don't remember a single thing about the trains. I knew I rode them. Yeah. But like I don't know any stops or shit like that anymore. Yeah.
0: Crazy, right? Yeah. And but but the crazy the weird part is like despite his genius knowledge of the city New York City transit system, he got really bad grades in school. Uh in second grade he was placed in special ed And he struggled with, like, making friends with his classmates. And his schoolwork wasn't really hard, but all he wanted to do was fuck around with trains and buses and large engines and shit. So um, one day at school, Darius was 12 years old, and it it was snowing really hard. It was like a blizzard. And his school was not canceled, but only two people made it to class. It was just him and one other guy. Basically, the teacher gave them each a puzzle and just left the room. And while she was gone, the other student that was there with Darius, while Darius was hunched over his puzzle, deep into his assignment, the other student went to the teacher's desk and removed a pair of scissors. He snuck up behind Darius, Darius and plunged the scissors into his back, repeatedly opening and closing no. the scissors. Darius was bleeding on the floor of the classroom when the teacher returned. Due to the snow, the ambulance was delayed, and Darius laid in a pool of his own blood, unconscious. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Fuck. Are you
1: serious? Um, this... Yes. Why? Why would the teacher <laughs> even leave the room? Why like, would
0: the kid even stab him? I don't get it.
1: Well, he has, like, you know, Down syndrome. And I know, like, kids at a young age, you know, like, um, I think it starts at, like, five years old when they first start to realize um like their actions have consequences so like you know young kids will like you know hit a dog or something like that right and not realize you know they're hurting the dog so like you know for people who have you know mental disabilities you know that obviously might never process in their brain i mean true but who the fuck who stabs yeah, somebody that, yeah.
0: i never stabbed anybody i mean i did shit that i was like Probably a shitty asshole thing to do, but fuck, man! I never stabbed anyone. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, that is fucking. In- what happened to the the kid who killed him? It, I have no idea. Actually,
0: <laughs> it doesn't say. I guess because he's a minor. Oh my god! But yeah, Jesus. Darius was in the hospital for over two weeks and had to have two surgeries because he had a punctured lung. Both lungs punctured. What the fuck? From that moment on, he obviously. Dude, and you know they have
1: like crazy strengths too, dude. Like you know what I mean like wait what like, they'll get it because you know how there's like you know the wranglers for the special ed kids oh yeah, yeah yeah they have their they have like super strength dude
0: they don't have super strength they just don't know restraint so they like literally let loose every single time that's the only problem like, like because the they, old, don't, uh, they don't know how to control their own strength that's basically the thing yeah but like he literally had to have two surgeries to repair his fucking lungs and from then on obviously he fucking hated school the the staff was like completely but he didn't helping. die no he lived but like oh, after that he had no, to go no, back man. to class and the guy that stabbed him was still his classmate after that and the What's staff the like didn't help him at all and he was like having anxiety attacks every time he come into school and so instead of going to school he would just sneak to the subway system and each morning darius would leave his home pretending to be his pe- t- pretending to his parents that he was headed to school but in reality he went straight to the subway Darius would find solace in the MTA rail yard, the Metropolitan Transit Authority. It's basically the New York City transit system. He would tell anyone who questioned his constant presence on the subway that he was a family member of an employee. And the MP- But the thing is, the MTA employees fucking loved him. He would volunteer. He would literally sweep the trains, clean their work areas, get them food. And he loved it. Yeah, he fucking loved it. Helped them, uh, helped them with whatever shit they needed around the area. Free labor yeah exactly his mom would often go to the rail yard herself and beg the workers to send him back to school but it was to no avail <laughs> Darius had found a safe place <laughs> that moment. is fucking funny yeah that I is... mean at least
1: he was in a safe place I mean like True. obviously the school is not no longer a safe place for him
0: absolutely yeah the school fucking failed him and like these train workers these fucking souls of the earth people are, seem to be the only people actually willing to like treat him like a fucking human being am I wrong
1: yeah how old is he now
0: at this time, I think he's, like, 15. Uh, yeah. Hopefully some, like, he becomes,
1: like, a conductor, dude. That'd be lot. Uh, Basically,
0: Darius became such a good helper that he would basically do the jobs of the MTA employees, allowing the employees, employees to just be absent, and Darius would just do their job for them. He, he became so good what? that the employees quickly taught Darius how to move the subway trains in and out of the yard. And at 13, he was operating subway trains on a daily basis for free.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. Um, all right, kid. Listen, uh, you got to pull this, this train out. I'm, I'm going to go get a smoke real quick. Uh, you, you got this, right? <laughs>
0: He's like 13 He's literally 13 years old And he's old.
1: like uh, He's like Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah You're Bro like, I didn't
0: know my ass From my fucking forehead at 13 Let alone like right. Move
1: a train And, he, and he's like Alright no problem boss Fucking Yeah and
0: he just threw in No numbers. pay dude
1: Dude where's the labor union? Fuck
0: Honestly Help this man Okay so He was manning the controls Of subway trains uh, Literally on scheduled routes With passengers aboard Like he was just running The fucking routes but in 1980, at the age of 15, Darius was arrested when he drove an in-service New York City subway E-train. Darius was covering an MTA employee's shift so that an employee could visit his girlfriend. A passenger grew concerned when she saw Darius sitting alone in an
1: operator's wait, cab. Wait, what the fuck? The train wait, was
0: stopped and Darius was arrested. Wait,
1: and, wait, you said 1980?
0: Yes, in 1980, at the age of 15. Wait, he was 15? Yeah. So wait, how old is he now? He's, I think he's like 50-something, 50 57. Something oh, they like said he was
1: 15 no was no he's waiting. 15 in
0: 1980 so he was that's oh. when he was arrested for so basically this woman saw him and she like did a Karen let me speak to your manager called the fucking police and said there's like a black kid there's a 15 year old black kid <laughs> manning the trains
1: and they came I mean, and arrested I'd be him i too if uh, like I saw a kid like the only person out there running the train I, I mean I wouldn't know if they were like a savant like, like, like genius I mean true
0: like, but why are you gonna snitch <laughs> just get off the train bitch (laughs) that
1: is crazy though like he covered the guy like the whole like the whole shift or like like an hour like you got like i'll let you like man this train ride or like that is insane like like i get like you know it's like you know help the kid out like you know the kids obviously love trains you know like watch him like do shit but like, bro, let him take over your entire shift.
0: Yeah, bro, and he's a real one, too, because through all of the police's questioning, Darius never ratted out the guy that he
1: was Holy coming for. Shit. Right?
0: Yeah. At 15, dude. Fucking shit, like, dude. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> he's so fucking, he's so solitary. It's insane. Um, that is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. As, uh, as a result of the arrest, Darius was adjudicated as a felon. His dream of becoming an employee for the MTA has come to an end because for a short period, Darius returned to school, but it did not last long. The school identified Darius as a truant, and his failure to reform resulted in his confinement in a mental hospital.
1: That's totally fucked.
0: Yeah, It's there that Darius is giving heavy doses of antipsychotic medications that left him drooling in the corner. He was yeah, diagnosed so with severe depression and psychosis. His year-long hospitalization ended when his parents learned that Darius was being brutally sexually assaulted in the facility.
1: Are you fucking serious dude? This guy's life, man. Fuck. Yeah, and this is like at, it like, sucks 58. too. Cuz like those like, you know, like those psych wards like they just sedate the fuck out their patients. Yeah. They're, they're not, not like, even they're
0: humans. They're brain. like zombies.
1: Yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible.
0: Within days of his release from the hospital, Darius returned to the subway. (laughs) He's returning to his home, dude. (laughs) His MTA friends were so pleased that he would not revealed their complicit activity that they welcomed him back into the fold. (laughs) Dude, I would too, dude. They're so happy that he didn't rat him out, dude. That's insane! How did he yeah, have the because
1: the mind. one guy was worried. Like you know, his like friend rings him up. He's like, "Bro, yeah, he's they, like, like, bro, Darius went down." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna lose my job." Fuck, <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> then like he, the next week, he doesn't hear anything about. He's like, hey, fuck, "Fuck yeah fuck yes, was...
0: I got away with it."
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't like go to the psych ward and bust him out, bro.
0: Yeah, they should have. Man, solidarity for that sh- for that shit, bro. But, uh, yeah, so, like, while he while he was in the mental hospital, he kind of, like, grew up to be a man, so now he's big enough to learn how to drive a, a bus. <laughs> so Darius quickly became the unofficial operator of the buses that were in need of washing. He was soon <laughs> operating the scheduled routes. <laughs> they, they <laughs> like, literally like,
1: the like, public bus like it. <laughs>
0: Yes! He was running the public routes! He was literally just driving, like, a regular conductor, <laughs> like, after... After a year-long imprisonment in a mental facility, he came back. They let him back in, and they put him on a goddamn route.
1: He's like, all right, bro. It's it, what sucks too is probably because like the workers are benefiting off him. Like, yeah, he's not getting paid. Awesome. And like they're getting paid for it despite them doing nothing, yeah. And they're probably taking turns. Is like, all right, listen, you're gonna do my train shift, and then you're gonna do my buddy's bus shift. All right, yeah. I mean, Cause... it is
0: fucked up, but it, it's it's cute that he wants to do it. Yeah. But yeah, they are taking fucking. If advantage. he does want to do
1: that, since then, that's yeah. cool.
0: He loves it, but it's still fucked up. <laughs> His return to the transit world, a transit world was a violation of his probation, and he was arrested and sh- sent to jail again.
1: His incarceration <laughs> was wait.
0: followed by another commitment to a mental facility with no diagnosis and no viable treatment.
1: They're like, oh, man, you're on the transit shit again? All right, that's it. And they get out the cuffs.
0: Yeah, they literally just arrest him.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that
0: basically, is- after that, he just goes in and out of jail for, like, the next 10 years. And then in 1989, he gets diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Uh, But he was He never received any treatment because There was no treatment For people with Asperger's that have been Incarcerated because they're not like I guess they're not human beings They don't deserve fucking <laughs> Treatment I guess But yeah
1: When and, did they stop doing like lobotomies and stuff like that When did they? Yeah
0: I think it was in like the 1930s
1: really?
0: Yeah it wasn't that long ago
1: yeah, I bet you, like, if he was living that time, they would have lobotomized oh, him? Oh, hell yeah,
0: of course. They would have just fucking lobotomized him, and he would have been a zombie. Um Yeah, so basically... So, so, ever since then, he's literally been sitting in jail. You want to know the most disgusting fucking thing of this entire thing that made me want to fucking throw up, dude? After mm-hmm. 9-11, Darius... This is... So, this is in 2001. He has been sitting in jail since 1989, and he... So after 2001, while after sitting in jail for that long, he volunteered his knowledge to make the New York City subway system safe. Darius led a team of federal agents, New York City intelligence detectives and New York State police through the subway system, identifying locations where intruders were able to enter without being detected. Darius was actually still incarcerated at the time. He was taken in shackles from his prison cell at Rikers Island by a team of federal agents to tour the subway system, assisting law enforcement with their efforts. For his contribution, Darius received no benefit. Instead, the, the Department fuck? of Corrections was notified that Darius was easily manipulated and a terrorist could gain valuable knowledge from him, and as a result, he was placed into solitary confinement.
1: What the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's just so fucked up, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, someone's at the police station. you're like, you know, I know this kid who has, like, hyper-autism, and, you know, it's, like, every, like, bus station around, he probably knows, like, you know, where terrorists, you know, could, like, get in without, you know, alerting anybody. Yeah. And then they've got the guy... And then they threw him in solitary confinement. Yeah, they get his information. Like, no lesser sense. Like, you know what? Let's add an extra extra five years. Yeah,
0: and that's after he literally went down and led a fucking team of experts through and showed them where the shit was. And then as a result, he goes into fucking solitary. That shit made me sick. I fucking would spit on these fucking swine if they were in my fucking room right now. I swear to God. These people are fucking scum for doing that to him.
1: Salter can find this so fucking inhumane. Honestly, yeah, it should be inhumane. Let alone
0: on a person with a fucking mental illness that just that needs fucking Dude, medical treatment. Dude, yes, you know I mean? exactly. Depression as a result of his fucking scenario, I would assume, because of how much this country has failed him. Holy shit. And yeah, so yeah, he's been sitting in jail. And he got out I I don't remember when, but it was in like the uh, middle two thousands. But in two thousand fifteen he was arrested again for taking a Greyhound bus for a joyride through New York City. Uh,
1: there was a video like captured like of he it. He stole it, like he st- like, or like someone let him ride in it, or like what?
0: Uh, no, he just like he just drove it throughout New York
1: City. <laughs> um, like how, how do you obtain this bus? Like so, like a uh, bus charges like left the keys? Yeah, in I guess he just I guess he just walked in and stole it. He's, he's like he's like stalking like these Greyhound buses. He's like, all right, which which idiot left the keys in? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty
0: much. Yeah, and like so, basically after that, the judge said that because of his past legal history, that like he was never gonna get out. So he sens- sentenced him, and he was just sitting in prison. And to this day, he was sitting in prison until. I'm unfortunately I have to say that this story does not have as happy of an ending as the Rodney Reed ending because, in 2018, Darius accepted a plea deal to be sent to a mental asylum for indefinitely. And he is still there to this day.
1: That is so fucked up. Like, so it's either spend the rest of your life in prison or spend the rest of your life in a ward. Yep, that was the choice that the judge gave him. And he chose the asylum. That is so fucking insane, dude.
0: Yeah. And with that... that, so sad. Our story of the savant syndrome comes to an end. So, pilot, do you have any well, uh, things to say? Uh,
1: Give me depression for tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna cry later.
0: No, no problem. Uh, but,
1: you know, thanks for um, you know now I have more knowledge. You no know, problem. maybe I might make myself a savant. Who knows?
0: <laughs> maybe I might cut my brain. Who
1: knows? But you know, I, I like I like what we did here. The research, it was really good. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Uh, can't wait for. Uh, my episode yeah i hope it's at least twice as good as this all right uh thank you for watching uh left in the south podcast i'm your co-host david i'm caleb and good night
0: hey guys it's caleb here thanks for listening to our first mystery podcast i hope you liked it so for this format we're going to be trying a bunch of different things so don't be surprised if things change and if you made it this far thank you so much for listening A majority of the content for this particular piece came from one journal, a link to which will be in the description of this podcast, as well as the website freedariusnow.com. And also at freedariusnow.com, you can learn more information about uh, some GoFundMe and other things you can do to help Darius out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.